You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, and uh, we are here. Those weekend golf guys. Man, it is just over a week away from Christmas. I am John the Grinch Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is Jeff Santa Smith. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I thought we were going to reverse roles. <laughs> switched it up, mister. Oh, man. I was, I was the Grinch last week, if I recall. Yeah. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. I was a bit... I was a bit on edge yeah. because you brought up the four-letter word. Yeah, Uska. <laughs> yeah, Uska. <laughs> uh, and there have been there have been uh, folks other than us, those more well connected than are we, who have been bad mouthing that uh, USGA organization for the whole roll back the ball idea. Yeah. Look, they uh, they seem like uh, they're going to go through with it no matter who complains, however. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, I think that the ball manufacturers are going to have a lot to say about this still, right? Yeah. Which which ball manufacturer do you think is going to speak the loudest? You think it could be, oh, say, Titleist? I would think the one that makes the most balls. Yes. And the ones that make the ones that go the farthest and the ones that all the professionals are using. Yeah. That company, I'm yeah. pretty sure that cooler heads will prevail when that company sets forth on their task to say, let's let's sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's, let's talk about this a little bit here. Yeah, let's do yeah. this. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I, but, I'm not gonna yeah. get ramped up about it this week. Let's talk, let's talk golf. And I just you know, hey, I just got back from the uh, from Phoenix. Um Arizona, uh, literally just got back. Just flew in and boy, his arm's tired. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, two days worth of more really great, great stuff at the uh, the top 100 golf magazine, top 100 teacher conference. Mm -hmm. A lot of good. A lot of good was had uh, there. A lot of good was uh, information, new, new products that we're seeing that we're testing. Um, things that we're, we're seeing now that, um, will not hit the market for a little while yet. Okay. We're getting a little advanced preview in about another month. We'll be able to talk about it. Oh yes. There's this, uh, this, this show that happens in Orlando in about a month. Yeah. Yeah. End of next month. And you know what? I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. There's some things there that are going to shake it up, shake it up in the teacher world. Again. Cool. Which you know, will shake it up in the learning world also then. It will. You know, and, and I, so I, I was asked a question. I was doing another uh, podcast radio show at, for the golf magazine thing. And they said, you know, the, the was the question, you know, to a few of us were put out there. Give me your top two things that you think has had the greatest change on the golf instruction industry and player performance industry. And I said, well, it's really simple. The advent of facts is the number one thing. And the physical training of the athlete is the number two thing. Okay. What, what, what now, was that first thing? Of, the advent of facts. Okay. All of a sudden, 
the last 10 years, we were able to measure things okay. instead of make guesses. Gotcha. And I'm talking about, of course, launch monitors and sure. 3D motion capture with markers and sometimes now markerless where you can take videos of it and and uh, force plates and uh, you know body mapping and these things that are going on now that we're seeing. The, this, hey, guess what? It really doesn't work this way. Mm -hmm. All of you former guessers, <laughs> right? It really works this other way. Right. You guys ballparked it. Okay. But here's how what's really going on. So I think what we're about to see is even more uh, between that and, and how tremendously improved the physical athletes are and the training that they have because of the advent of facts in their mm -hmm. world. Right. right. That's making that's producing bigger, stronger, more powerful athletes. I had a conversation uh, with a fellow that I know and respect quite a bit named Ben Shear. And Ben is uh, he, he works with tour players and has for 20 years. And he is a he, he builds bodies for golf. Let's say it that way. OK. And Ben's the expert in the field. And. Um, you know, we're probably going to have Ben on the show here come pretty soon cool. because Ben also just got done writing the, the golf digest um, certification biomechanics certification for golf digest for the normal everyday guy, for the teachers to go through and the physical trainers to go through, to know what the heck to do and what the heck not to do Okay, for the regular player. Instead of just going, Hey, we got these biomechanical studies and, you know, you're supposed to do it this way now when they have a model. He's like, no, let, yeah. let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that every player's different. We all know what we're dealing with here. Well, how about how about Joe Sixpack? How about Joe Accountant who's sitting behind a desk for 30 hours a week? Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's figure out what's the right thing for that dude's body because we all know two things. One, he's not going to the gym. So what do we do for him? Right. right. You know, so that's th – there's a lot of that that's – um. Yeah, how do you build a body for golf when he's not going to go use any of your machines? Right. So you know, so he's he's skilled at that. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll get him on the show. And uh, he's he's a bright mind, and uh, he the way he speaks actually fits the content of this show. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a little sarcastic, huh? <laughs> straight talk and uh, <laughs> have some fun with this. And, you know, when there's a time to call BS, he'll call BS. Yeah. Cool. And he'll, he'll actually learn how to do it. So you don't have to edit it out. <laughs> well, ex extrapolating from that conversation, would it be something that you might recommend if let's say it's a couple married husband plays a lot of golf wife's thinking about a Christmas gift meaningful christmas gift yeah would you suggest that maybe if she knows he's the type that would attend a gym more than two or three times in january <laughs> that that getting maybe a, a a membership at a gym that might have a tpi certified person working there well would that be a would good be idea that that would be the thing because this is something that if it's a you know, like a, a, a TPI, a Titleist Performance Institute, I'm a TPI certified golf instructor, 
Uh, I'm a TPI certified in their power level two and power level three, the highest levels you can go. So I'm training people this way. There are a lot of gyms out there that have a TPI certified instructor, Mm -hmm. but you ought to find out what they're certified in. Okay. Right. So that way, so if you're, if you're thinking about a gift certificate for a golfer for this, what you're going to look for to truly make them happy is how to do some things to make them more powerful so they can hit a ball farther. And next thing you know, now you've hit them where they live and now that's a great gift. Mm-hmm. See, that's different than, hey, I got you something to go do at Planet Fitness without somebody saying specific, let's go do these because these are golf specific and they are power golf specific. Because right. when somebody hears they're power golf specific, they'll show up. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's just, just ask a couple questions, make a few phone calls, do a Google search, you know, for TPI power certified trainer at a gym near you. Matter of fact, just get on the TPI website, take a look. That's even a better idea. Yeah. Cause they identify exactly who they are and where they are. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Pretty cool. And then if, you know, just, just, just sit back and fantasize what would happen Christmas morning when a envelope gets opened and the guy sees that, oh yeah, by the time uh, the masters comes around, I'm going to be hitting my drives a lot farther straight down the middle. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing, you know, here we are in this, in this world of consumerism and marketing gets every golfer all the time. And you know, darn well that every club manufacturer starts spitting out their new drivers pre-Christmas. Oh yeah. All the marketing goes pre-Christmas. Yeah. Our newest, latest, greatest, longest, straightest, <laughs> badass driver we've ever That's built. Right. It's here today, available for you. Yeah. John, it's going to make you longer. I promise you. Yes, indeed. You're Nothing look- else you've ever seen in your whole life can hit a ball as far as this driver right here. And you don't even have to know how to swing it. Matter It'll do fact- it automatically. You yes. just take the cover up and walk up to the tee, make yourself a practice swing and walk off and it's done. That it's ball's done. out there farther that's, than you've ever seen it go in your whole right. life. That's right. And it's only seven ninety nine ninety nine. That's right. <laughs> By the way, we have these wonderful upcharge shafts to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is this is our suggestion number one. And and what we're going to be doing today is giving you some suggestions of what to and more importantly, what not to buy for the golfer on your Christmas list. Because there are some things that will be cherished for eons, one of which is what we led off with: a gift certificate or some training from a TPI power certified trainer at a at a gym, at a golf course. I mean, you'll find them. Just go to the TPI website, and you'll be able to find who they are and where they are, what they, uh, what what they specialize in. And you know, someone opens up a little gift card that says, "This is what's going to happen in another couple of months. You're going to be hitting your your drivers with much more power, much more authority, and they're going to go a lot longer. And you will be the favorite person ever." Anything that can help someone beat the tar out of a golf ball, pump it down the middle, past their buddies, or past their personal best, past where they usually hit it, mm-hmm. never carry this bunker. Look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, think past their buddies being the operative consideration there. It is. More of what to buy and more importantly, what not to buy. 
when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys hang out. Okay, I got to tell you, there's one thing that uh, I can't do, and that is get you one-on-one lessons with Jeff Smith for 10 bucks a month, $120 a year. I mean, he's worth a lot more than that, and yes, indeed, he charges a lot more than that. But let me tell you something that, that is worth a lot more than that, but does not charge a whole lot more than that, and that's a class at Masterclass. I'm taking a class on acting. And I'm taking it from Helen Mirren. Friends of mine are taking classes on wine appreciation. They're taking classes on how to negotiate a raise from Chris Voss, who's like the recognized expert. Whether you own a business, you're working for someone else, you're working for yourself, or you just want to learn something new, check out Masterclass. For $120 a year, have unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180-plus Masterclass instructors. There's new courses being added every day. You can go and you can learn something just because you want to learn something, or you can learn something to make you feel more confident in your life, in your in your business life, or in your home life. You have a friend who needs one, you need one, tell you what I'm going to do. This holiday season, you give one annual membership and you will get one free at masterclass.com slash golf guys. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash golf guys. Masterclass.com slash golf guys. Offer terms apply. And it is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, uh, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, Jeff Smith. One of the things that uh, my brother-in-law, who is is my constant golf partner, uh, is the only guy I know that I can call up and no matter what he's got planned, I say, let's go play. I got a tee time. He goes, okay, I'm there. Um, his late wife and his daughter once got together for Christmas and bought him a set of wedges. Ooh. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's talk about this. They were too heavy. Yeah. He didn't like them at all. Yeah. And yeah. they were hurt. I mean, it it caused a large, large rift for quite a while. Yeah. So let's let's get into this. You and I have had this conversation at various points in our in our and conversation. It, and it bears repeating. And so there's a couple things. All right. So let's say that you're you're in love with someone who's a golfer. You want to do something nice for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And here's something that I recommend that you don't do for them is buy them a club of any kind. Right. Now, wedges are, are the example here, but we could talk about drivers. We could talk about hybrids. We could talk about fairway woods. We could talk about putters. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. No. Get them a gift certificate instead. Yeah. These are personal friends. Now, in the case of wedges, the weight, the feel has everything to do with how well they're going to play, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you buy a set of wedges, I know you're getting some sort of complimenting set. You know, let's use an example of a 52 with a certain amount of bounce and a 56 with a certain amount of bounce, a 60 with a certain amount of bounce, right? Right. Okay. So they're going to complement each other, but that doesn't mean that that player is going to want to adapt to those things. It's entirely mm-hmm. possible that the, 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 the wedge and the, and the putter for this matter is such a feel instrument yeah. that anything that feels different is a bad feel and they don't have any confidence and they play miserably and then mm-hmm. they don't use them. Mm-hmm. Right? Some people 
love their wedge so much that they hang on to it for quite some time. Even though the face may be worn out, they may not have any grooves left. They may not have any of those little milling left, so they don't hit very many spinny shots. But boy, they hit the ball well with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And they've learned to play certain shots with it. And then you go put a new something or other in their hand, and their confidence is not there. The feel of it is different. Could be too heavy, like you mentioned in this case. Right. Could be too light in this case. Maybe they just don't like the grip. Maybe it's too fat, too thin. Yeah. Maybe it's just too new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're asking somebody to to kick out a close personal friend out of their bag. Yeah. And they might not be be into that, or it may have a finish on it that not might not they might not like it. You know, maybe yeah. they're into a, a a brushed finish, and you get them a shiny chrome finish, or vice vice versa. Well, you know, an aside, a funny aside, that was one of the problems. It was it was the chrome finish, and uh-huh. the first time the light reflected off the face of the club into his eyes. Yeah, he he literally threw the club away. He just said, "The hell with this thing," because there was just yeah, that was the the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah. So folks, if you want to, if you want to get somebody a gift certificate for some new wedges or whatever, Mm -hmm. get the certificate and let the player pick it out themselves. There is part of this. That is the fun of going to find your new girlfriend at the golf store. (laughs) Right? I love this wedge. Yeah. I need this wedge. <laughs> I got a certificate that I can buy this wedge right now. Mm-hmm. That feel is so much more important to a golfer, that sense, than it is to open up a box on Christmas and get an unfamiliar tool exactly. that was handed to you, right? Yeah. You didn't go choose this one. This one was said, you get to play with this one. Yeah, That's I mean, arranged marriages don't work, man. <laughs> don't. No, right. you, got and you know, the other, the other drawback is, you know, scenario is you go into a golf shop and say, I want to buy some wedges and the, the salesperson there or the, the pro, whoever it is, will try to get a feel for who it is you're buying the, the, the equipment for, and they'll start to ask questions that will let them get a feel for how good you are or are not at golf. And let me tell you that your loved one probably does not play anywhere near as well as their stories would lead you to believe. So you may be buying something that's uh, a little out of the range of (laughs) the ability of the person for whom you are buying it. And that's possible that they buy the wrong kind of sole plate on the bottom, Mm -hmm. the wrong bounce for the player. Maybe the player comes in habitually pretty shallow and he would benefit by a certain kind of bounce. And then they come in with, or maybe the player comes in kind of steep and would benefit by a certain kind of bounce. And what if you didn't get that next thing you know, they're sculling a lot of shots and fatten a lot of shots, you know? Yeah. So there's, there's more to this than I want to be nice. I, I, I want this player to be happy. I want to get them a gift of a wedge or a putter or a, whatever. Yeah. And the answer to that is very simply just get the certificate and write on the card. I see that your wedges are getting a little worn. Maybe you could use some new ones. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And then let the player decide that themselves. Yeah, exactly. You, you gave them the intention. 
You gave him what you wanted to give him, which was the good vibe that you're trying to do something for his golf game. And you thought about his wedges because Mm -hmm. they're a little worn, but he may read that note and go, man, that's so thoughtful. I still love my wedges, right? but I do need a new hybrid. So I'll get one of those. Thank you very much. (laughs) My, my five wood needs to be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. So it's let the player decide their friends themselves. Cause that's what this is. Like you said, arranged marriages don't work well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So m- my advice to, to everyone who's trying to get a, a Christmas gift for a golfer, stay away from the actual clubs themselves. Yes. Get a gift certificate for a club fitting. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. That is helpful. Right. Earlier we mentioned get a gift certificate for, um, you know, a TPI certified instructor. Uh, uh, so that way yeah. they get some physical training for the purpose of hitting a golf ball farther. Yep. Okay. But then now I'm going to do the shameless self-promotion for every golf instructor out there. Okay. Get some golf lessons. Yeah. Specific to certain things. Listen to your golfer. Do they complain about their putting all the time? Guess what? Get him a putting lesson mm-hmm. from someone who's known in the in the area to be a good putting instructor. And that's going to take some research. Just think about it. Yeah. A little bit. Just think about it a little bit. Call the golf courses and go, hey, who in the area, or ask some other golfers, who in the area is known for being a good putting instructor, for example? And find out. Or just check the Google, check Google and find out who's in your area and go look them up and find out if they're good at putting instructor. If that's what they tell you that one of their expertise is. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Do it. There's another caveat. And if, if you are thinking of buying a certificate for equipment, you've, you've heard your golfer in your life complain about his driver or needing a new driver or wedges or putter or whatever. Don't, don't bargain hunt. Don't, don't go, don't go to, you know, Goodwill where every golf club in the bin is seven ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the decimal points between the seven and the first nine, that's not realistic when thinking about how much you're going to spend on a new golf club. Right. So and if, uh, and if you're and if you've got a budget, get the certificate because then the golfer is halfway down the road yep. of buying the club that he was thinking about buying anyway because yep. you just made it easier for him. Yep, they'll thank you for that. They they definitely. That way, will. if you're on the budget, don't get a budget club. Give oh. them your budget's worth in certificate fashion, mm-hmm. and then they'll get the quality one that they were really looking for. Right. And don't give them any crap about how much extra they spent. No. <laughs> it's going to be, I mean, this, this is not as, as one of the, one of the negatives I've seen that commercial about the guy who's having a third child. <laughs> and, you know, what if he wants to play golf? No, we have to outlaw golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we need, to, we need him to go to college. <laughs> so, so, uh, Again, don't let the prices scare you away. Uh, Anything will help. 
And but I, I would like to reiterate that Jeff just kind of passed over it. But the the certificate for a club fitting, especially if anybody has never had their clubs fit to them before, that would be very well received because then you know what it is you're supposed to have. And that's it. It's very easy once you know to be able to fill in the bag from that point on. So that's one of the things you should put at the top of the list. We got more and we will run them down when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Every day, our brave military men and women, along with their families, make tremendous sacrifices for our freedom. Patriotic Hearts, a nonprofit organization, is dedicated to supporting these heroes and their families in their times of need. By donating your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts, you'll be supporting job transition and job fair programs, veteran entrepreneurship, counseling, and retreats for combat veterans and their spouses. Call 800-441-9109. You'll receive a tax deduction and we'll arrange a free pickup at your convenience. Imagine the difference you can make in the lives of those who have given so much for our country. Your car donation will directly impact military families, veterans, providing them with the support they desperately need. Call 800-441-9109. You can become a part of something bigger. Join us in our mission to uplift and honor our military community. Call 800-441-9109 to donate your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts. And we are back, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, Jeff Smith. Top 100 gift giver, or at least gift suggester. Let's, I mean, let's, let's go down even because this game is so subjective. People have not only their favorite club, but they have they have their favorite brand slash style of glove. They have their favorite ball that they will or will not use. Oh yes, they do. I was I was watching an interview between uh, one of the the mixed teams at the PGA tournament that happened last weekend, and the girl on the team, the LPGA pro, used a soccer style ball. The ones right. that are colored like soccer balls. Right. The guy, the PGA pro on the team, refused to use the ball, and they had to use the same ball. Right. <laughs> so she uh, she deferred to him because he would not use her ball. It was confusing. Okay, and, so you're talking about TV golf. So that means you're also talking about with they might not know this. You're also talking about some players are obligated by contract to play certain golf balls. Oh yeah, definitely. That's this is true, especially yeah. when it's visible. Yeah. Now, now maybe both players had that, and they had a decision to make. Yeah, right. One one need to get get a deferral. <laughs> exactly, something like that. Who knows? Yeah. So here's here's what I know about the golf ball thing. All right, so let's get into that because you, you're right. People have preferences on golf balls. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm going to say this loud and clear. If you're thinking about getting someone golf balls for Christmas. Buy them Titleists, even if they play TaylorMades or Callaways, because you know what happens? They're happier. Yeah. Because somebody gifted them some Titleists that they wouldn't spring for themselves. Yeah. It isn't that they're choosing to play Callaways because they think Callaways are better than Titleists. They're making a decision in their head. They're rationalizing that Callaways are just as good as Titleists and they cost less. So that's why they're playing the Callaway ball. 
Right. Now I'm not disparaging the Callaway ball. Please don't, don't take it that way. But I understand golfers mm-hmm. very well. If you handed somebody the keys to a Ford or a Cadillac, mm-hmm. which one are they taking? You hold them both out and say they're both yours. Which right. one are they taking? Even though the cost might be close to the same, even. But you go with the caddy. Value, they're going with Cadillac all the Mm -hmm. time, Mm -hmm. right? I get it. You give somebody a choice of a Coke or an off-brand cola, which Mm -hmm. one are they taking? Right. Okay. So there's this, this thing in golfers that everybody knows by a long, wide, deep margin the titleists are played by more professionals and more have more professional tournament wins than everybody else combined. Mm-hmm. And titleist has just blown them away forever. And everybody when, understands that's the Cadillac. Uh-huh. And when okay. Jim Nance gets on TV and says the number one name in golf, he's yeah. not just making up a marketing slogan. No, nobody else has a chance to say that. So if you're going to go buy somebody some golf balls for Christmas, and you want to make sure that they don't take them back, give them away, uh-huh. right? feel that you've done them wrong by buying some off-brand, buy them a, buy them a box of Titleists. Mm-hmm. No one complains. No. Ever. They don't question it and they go, oh, gee, I like my TP5X. Yeah. No, they don't. Nope. They play them. And when they run out of them and they've lost them in the woods and they're cursing under their breath, they'll go buy their other box of TP5X. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I Look, I'm, I'm not saying this for any other reason. Like somebody might think, well, he's just got to deal with Titleist. He's a Titleist guy. I'm just spitting out the truth mm-hmm. about there's a reason it's the number one ball in golf. So, here we are talking about what to get somebody for Christmas. You know, like you said, everybody's got a favorite glove. Everybody's got a favorite kind of golf tee. Maybe it's those martini tees. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. But you cannot go wrong in the emotional uplifting department by handing somebody a dozen Pro V's. Yeah. Pro V ones or Pro V one X's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what about those AVXs? They are great for all those guys who spin the ball too much and hit the ball too high. Okay. They're awesome. Okay. So cool. they feel good around the greens too. Yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, and would you suggest you buy white or stay away from the colored balls? Well, look, if there's people out there that like the yellow balls. Yeah. So go get them the yellow ones. Yeah. If they like them, go ahead. Yeah. If they do. Yeah. I'm playing white ones. There are some, there are some, some companies that make various colored balls and they, they have marketing departments that are making up stuff. I mean, that are telling you why matte finishes are now very hot in the golf ball market. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can believe a word of it, but you know, I don't understand what, that at all. no, but let me just say this. Some are some off color balls, some weird colored balls. You've got your basic white white balls. You've got your optic yellow, um, but now, man, green, yeah, green golf balls red, to be played balls, on green balls, grass. Green balls are like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, red. There's a there's a dark maroon ball. 
that you can see well if if you're playing on an overcast day, but as soon as it hits the fairway, you lose it. Yeah, it does I not stick out at all when it's on the ground. I just think so they're trying to get that. people to lose their golf balls by playing non-white golf balls or non-easy to see golf balls. Let's say yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah. But but some again, more balls that way. Yeah. Convince yeah. them that they're really cool. Won't lose these. You'll never get these confused within your group. You're right. Because three of the people in the group aren't doing that. Yeah, that's right. That's for sure. <laughs> I know, and three of the other people haven't lost any balls yet this round. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on your second dozen. You know, here's the thing. I, a little aside on that. I think those colored balls are a recipe for slow play. Yeah, because they take too long to find. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I just think that it's a recipe for slow play. You can't easily see it. So you're driving around one more loop. I think it was in this area over here. I think it was just behind that mound. Really? You sure? Because you mm -hmm. can't just drive down the fairway or on the golf cart path and just point it out like you can with a white golf ball or a bright yellow golf ball. You know, when that thing's 30 yards away and you go, yep, there's my ball right over there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that with those other colored balls. No, you can not. for you folks. If you're playing a green golf ball because some marketing told you to do that, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy, right? In his <laughs> own humble yet nevertheless expert opinion. Yeah, yes. you're crazy, Yeah, right? Everybody behind you is mad. Oh, yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah. Everybody behind you is mad because you, you, every shot you hit, you have to take more time to find. Yep. And it's... This, uh, Non-productive. Yeah. Fact, so it's it's anti-productive, basically. Yeah. So if you're going to buy somebody a gift of Christmas, you know, gift full of golf balls, and you're thinking, ooh, won't it be festive if part of the balls were red and part of the balls were green? <laughs> no. Stop. They don't sell mix and match dozens of golf That's balls. That's a Christmas tree decoration. <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> just, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it's. Again, it, it's a very personal and very subjective. Um, and you ask somebody what ball they like, they probably will tell you what, what ball they like, but you ask them why, and they won't be able to vocalize that very well. It's because it feels good, because it looks good, because it makes them look good. I don't know. You know, whatever, whatever the reason. Yeah. Uh, what because, because they always have. It doesn't matter why they like it. It is subjective and just don't. Don't hit it with a missionary's zeal trying to get them to change, okay? Right. Here, here's something else, folks. You know, we're, here we're talking about other things you could buy, okay? Golf bags. Okay. People love to pick out their own golf bag. Mm -hmm. Get them a certificate that says, I want you to buy yourself a new golf bag, and yeah. they will love it. Yeah. Let them go choose it themselves. It's a personal thing. How many pockets? How big of an opening at the top? How many openings at the top? All yeah. kinds of stuff. What yeah. color? They want it to say something fun or do they not, right? Do they want to have somebody else's logo on it so they can show it off or do they not, right? Can they get it embroidered, put their own name on it or their own thing on it? Maybe you can. Let them do. Let them choose it. It's a personal thing. Don't buy them a golf bag. Tell them they can buy a golf bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would suggest, however, if they are adamant and you live in an area where the temperatures get a little chilly this time of year. Yeah. Winter golf clothes. Yeah. A rain suit. Um, and warmers, baby. 
Yeah, hand, hand warmers, right? electric socks. Yeah. You know, make it more comfortable for the golfer to be a golfer. Yeah. Very right? practical because yeah. nobody nobody's got a favorite pair of long underwear, you know? So and no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think that was coming out of this show, but here we are. <laughs> All right, we've got some more. Some very helpful advice is coming up. you got to hang out. We are those weekend golf guys, and we are going to be right back. It is Christmas time on the golf course. Ho, ho, ho. Have you ever tried to buy gold and silver and felt like you were talking to a used car salesman? That's because the precious metals industry is like the Wild West. Salesmen can say pretty much anything or make any promise they want without repercussion. But Genesis Gold Group is different. They're a faith-driven Christian precious metals company and believe in educating their customers, not pressuring them for a quick sale. Genesis Gold Group focuses on customer service, not sleazy marketing. Genesis Gold Group is named after the first book of the Bible for a reason. Proper stewardship of wealth is their specialty. Find out why they've earned a 5 out of 5 rating through the Better Business Bureau and how they can help you secure your wealth or retirement through physical precious metals. Call right now to learn more. 800-239-6987. 800-239-6987. 800-239-6987. That's 800-239-6987. We are back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. We have been we have just been spewing forth the most practical advice and the most helpful advice that anybody who's thinking of buying a Christmas gift or a Hanukkah gift or, or a Festivus gift or whatever kind of gift it is for a golfer, we want to make sure you don't do the wrong thing. I've got a couple caveats I want to throw out. And you're bringing up the underwear again. No, I'm not bringing up underwear again. Good, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, my head's still spinning on this one. Out of all the things that we've ever had on our show, you bring up long underwear. There have been some stories circulating about um, a particular warehouse store. Yeah. That sells everything under the sun. And they sell a lot of their stuff under their own brand name. That's a big store. And the brand name is Kirkland. Oh, yeah. So you know what store of which I am speaking. Yeah, yeah. Now, there were stories that the Kirkland brand golf balls that were for sale for a very ridiculously low price last season or a couple of years ago, however, were actually tailor-made golf balls. Yeah, there was that story going around. Yeah. Now I've just read that the golf clubs which they sold in complete sets were last year's 970s. I heard that too. So a lot of people think that if they buy something that says Kirkland on it, they're getting a great deal because it's really a tailor-made or it's really whatever. I don't know. But the other thing is that the golfer is not going to want to explain to people, hey, it's really a tailor-made when they see that people see that the clubs in their bag say Kirkland. Yeah. You know? And there's people out there that won't care. And there's a lot of golfers out there that will care. Yes. Oddly enough, you know, we're a weird bunch, golfers. Yeah, we are. It's it's like we want everybody to know what brand of something we're doing, we got. Mm-hmm. 
It's I very conspicuous kids. consumption. It, it is, really right? is. It's yeah. it's like we're we're it's like we're NASCAR fans. We're, yeah. we're all, you know, we're all logoed up. Yep. Right. We'll wear a shirt with a little Callaway Chevron on it. We'll get ourselves a little tailor-made belt buckle. You know, we'll do a little Titleist on the bag, and we'll do a little Titleist ball, and we'll get ourselves a tailor-made driver with a tailor-made head cover. We'll just, you know, and we'll just keep doing that because we're like brand identifying. Mm -hmm. It's strange. Yeah, and we want everybody to know that our shoes are foot choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really interesting because that one, you just said it. Like that's the number one shoe and also outerwear mm-hmm. in golf. Yeah. Right. It's the most highly recognized one. Again, back to what I said earlier about the Titleist golf ball. It's the same thing. Yep. It's the right? best. Here, interestingly enough, here we are and we're sitting here and you have a golf cap on. Yeah. It has it a logo free. on the top. It's free, right? <laughs> right. Give it away because I can't sell them. I can't, uh, yeah, I can't afford the clubs, but I got the hat. So there you go. (laughs) Right. But interestingly enough, that's what we do that. Somehow the geniuses in the golf industry have us all believing that we are better golfers because we wear their logo Mm -hmm. on the stuff we've got on. That's right. Blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? This this one company out there, they've got their they got their troops, right? They got their troops. They're all wearing black, and they all got this silver lettering on there. It's like watching the Oakland Raiders play football, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the Go Raiders. team, <laughs> right? And they got their troops all over the place, you know. And they've created this mystique, and they've created this thing. They're like, oh, nobody makes golf golf clubs like we do. Okay, you're right. Nobody does. There's a reason. <laughs> It's called patents. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they got their, their they, they got to stick with their processes and you do your processes and you're just going to wind up looking a little different than their process, their clubs. And you know what? Everybody's got patents on their stuff. Right. So of course nobody makes golf clubs, but like the, but this, this genius company's marketing is nobody makes clubs like we do. And then they create this thing. Like we got this culture and we're great. And you know, they sold a lot of stuff. Yeah. And they did it by appointment only. I know. (laughs) And you know, they're smart. Yeah. They're smart, right? They're, they're, they're up against, and they knew this going into it. It's a relatively new company, right? They've been around for a little while, but, Mm -hmm. but you look at it and you're like, they're smart. They saw what the marketplace was and how the marketplace operated. And they went at it a different way. Yeah. And they have loyal followers. Oh yeah. They are smart. These yeah. marketing people that work at these companies are very smart. You're advertising for them right now. Yes. I am. You are a walking billboard yeah. because all of them are doing that. So they've all found out that's the way to influence other golfers is by golfers showing off the logo. So like I said again, clothing, hats, yeah, gloves, shoes, mm-hmm. everything. I got stopped at Kroger the other day by a guy who said, man, I, I, excuse me, bud, but do you play PXG clubs? I said, you got the hat. And I said, no, the hat's all I can afford, man. You know, and he said, yeah, I hear you. But, but right. still, I mean, he, he wanted to know if I played them and if they were worth the money, if I liked them. And it was like, I don't know. I've never swung one. 
Right. And so you see this and you're like, okay, how does this all work? It, because all the companies are using the other golfers in the world to influence other golfers' purchases. Mm-hmm. Yep. You go, I go through airports. What do I see? I see Titleist caps. Everywhere. I see Footjoy on the logos on the on the on the the, the bags. I see um, you know the 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 travel covers, you know, and I see the the name splattered all over them. And you see a guy walking through the airport or walking down the street or someplace, and he's got an FJ on the back of his the nape of his neck. Mm-hmm. And you know the dude's a golfer, and you yep. want to go up and talk to him. Yep. Because if he's wearing Footjoy, he's got a little Titleist patch on the sleeve too. Mm-hmm. And then you think that that guy must be a better player and you want to be around him. You want to be like him because he's <laughs> that Titleist and foot joy because they're the best in the business. That's right. <laughs> you see how this works. Yeah. These people yeah. are way smarter than I'll ever be. <laughs> I'm just smart enough to figure it out after the fact. Yes. That is the, the bit. Uh, it is better to look good than to be good. <laughs> so funny. And you look marvelous. Well, I mean, even you, you got the little alligator on your shirt, man. I do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Look, can you buy a naked shirt anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have looked. I don't think it's possible anymore. You got to have somebody's logo on it somewhere, even yeah. if it's just a little swoosh. Yeah. And that's one of the most genius things in the world. It is, isn't it? You look at the swoosh, which says nothing but says everything. You know what the swoosh is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's just, I don't know. But anyhow, I don't want to sound like a snob, but golfers are snobs. Golfers are into conspicuous consumption. The, the, again, it's the looking good, looking like a good golfer. Good golfers wear hats that have, you know, Titleist on them or, you know, shirts wear, that whatever. And they wear Footjoy shoes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They wear Footjoy gloves or Titleist gloves. And they just stick it out there and you're like, yeah, that's it. But you know, if somebody had a a tailor-made glove, it doesn't have the same allure as a foot joy glove or a Titleist glove. It just doesn't. I don't know what it is. And I'm not disparaging tailor-made, but I'm telling you, if it's a glove, that ain't it. No. But if it's a driver, they're right up there. Yeah. Right? If it's a set of irons, they're right up there. If it's a wedge, they're not. Yeah. It's it's I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's strange it's how golfers funny are. The way it how it shakes out, man. Funny how it shakes out. It but is. anyhow, the bottom line is, in order, <laughs> get them, get them, the golfer on your list, gift certificate first for training, um, power training. Okay. Second would be a certificate for equipment or for anything. You know, just say, hey, listen, this is your present. It's X amount of dollars to spend at this store on whatever you want, whatever you need. Always a good idea. Yeah. But you know, and the best thing to get going. What's that? Give certificates for instruction. Yes, indeed. Get lessons. Right. Yeah. But, but it has to be from a reputable teacher. Yeah. It has to be in your area. Whoever's the most reputable teacher. That's who you buy it from. Mm-hmm. Now you might think, okay, that's just him trying to feed himself. No, it's not. I'm just not real, real quick because we're about to run out of time. Yeah. 
How, how, who do you talk to to ask who is the best teacher in the area? Other golfers. Okay. Okay. That's it. Other golfers. You call up a golf shop and ask that question, they're going to say, it's the guy here. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what you want to avoid. So. That's only going to be accurate once. Hopefully, you've gotten the information you need. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. We'll be back. You have yourself a good time the next time you go out with the right equipment to play golf. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.